0: Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech and Future Tech Health Podcast. I have Dr. Dr. Daniel Pompa, uh, uh, We're going to talk about true cellular detox and healing in a, a massive group fasting event as well. Uh website is d r p o m p a D-R-P-O-M-P-A.com. So Daniel, thanks for coming. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm doing very well. I just got off my mountain bike. When I do that, I'm always doing well.
0: I'm <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. So tell me about uh, what's your health journey been like, because usually people in the health field uh, have, you know, unfortunately, some kind of crisis in the past they'd overcome.
1: Yeah, well, that was uh, me. I was all the way back 1999, 2000, especially to probably about 2005. I became very ill, unexplainable illness, Um, started with fatigue. Uh, I was um, cycling at the time, racing uh, bikes, so I thought I was just overtraining, but took more time off, rested more, and things were getting worse, not better. And it went beyond fatigue. I mean, to the point of um, just uh, bizarre symptoms that I never had had. Debilitating anxiety, uh, insomnia, panic attacks, You know, couldn't get to sleep, wake up in the night, couldn't get back to sleep, feeling of dread, sound sensitive beyond belief, um, basically became intolerant and allergic to all these different foods and never happened before. So all these gut issues and Uh, hormone dysfunction i mean i for years dressed addressed my adrenals my thyroid because it was malfunctioning but i was doing everything i could there and i wasn't really getting better Uh, maybe some things but some things were getting worse so i i knew just intuitively being a physician that it was too far downstream there was something in the the pituitary hypothalamus which is the area in your brain that controls all your uh endocrine organs like your thyroid and your adrenals and your hormones and but i just didn't know what was wrong and i had b- become good friends with a very bright endocrinologist um you know really trying to figure out that whole hormonal cascade if you will and you know he said to me dan i think you have mercury poisoning and um and i said well i, I thought so too about a year before that i found Mad Hatter's disease online. And um, just I had every symptom. And I I don't know if you recall um, what Mad Hatter's disease is, but it was the people making felt hats actually used mercury as part of the process. Um, And they became very sick and known as Mad Hatter's. I mean, I literally had all the symptoms. So I got a blood test. um, And it was negative, unfortunately, because Uh, look if I was getting exposed every day like the people making felt hats I would have definitely been positive Um, but um, he said oh it's a wrong test (laughs) it would be um, positive uh, only if you were getting acutely exposed which I think you're more chronically exposed throughout your life you know and I'm like from what Uh, anyways we started he started questioning me on different things and You know, of course, I had vaccinations, but nothing like kids today, which would hold some mercury. But he said, "Do you have any silver fillings removed, or how many you have in? Uh, They contain fifty percent mercury." And actually, right before it all started, I went back and looked at my cycling journal. Uh, I had two silver fillings removed, which again contained fifty percent mercury. And it was days after that that the fatigue started. I just never associated it, and here I was years later.
0: Wait, after they were removed, well, they were
1: removed and but it was removed incorrectly. So those listening, caution. You know, I, I teach a protocol to do on the front end of that, you know, during that and after, because a lot of people get their fillings removed, but the problem is, is the the, the mercury vaporizes off those fillings for the life of the filling. I mean, you can go on Google "smoking tooth" and you'll see that's a twenty five year old filling. And the reason that's important is because many does say, oh, the those fillings are old now and all the mercury's off-gassed. It's not true. Uh, the life of those fillings, that mercury off-gasses, crosses the blood-brain barrier. And it is basically stored in the brain. In my case, a lot was in the pituitary hypothalamus where I intuitively knew the problem was. But I, again, I just didn't know what was wrong. But in studies show, that's where a lot of it goes, right in that control tower for your hormones. And anyways, uh, the bottom line is, is that for the life of the filling, it's bioaccumulating in the brain. That just when I got it removed, uh, that just kind of set my bucket overflowing, so to speak. And you know, if you would have asked me, Richard, if I were healthy a, a week before or the day before, I would have said, "Oh my gosh, absolutely!" You know, no fatigue, I sleep great. You know, all you know, and then my bucket spilled over. And unfortunately, people that are getting these neurotoxic exposures, like mercury, I mean, whether it is from flu shots, which still contain 25 micrograms of ethyl mercury, which goes right into the brain, uh, from silver fillings from the past or present. Uh, There's so many different exposures. Fish today is loaded with mercury and and many other sources. And uh, people living in moldy homes, I mean, hidden infections. These all are things now I teach to doctors to look for upstream of why someone is not getting well, despite a perfect diet or doing all these great things. So this is I'm blessed now to to teach doctors all the protocols that really came from pain to purpose uh, through that story.
0: So, what particular issues do people have that maybe come to you for advice, or what particular issues do you cover, and then what are the reasonings for those problems? You know, do you do you look at what happens if people have fillings in their mouth for you know x number of years, and then you take them backwards through that and talk to them about getting the fillings taken out? the right way or, you know, what, what's your focus?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the things, When I take on a client myself, I look, I, uh, you know, my passion and purpose is to train as many doctors as I can in these protocols that um, again, you know, most of which was put together getting my own life back. And the irony of even my story is that literally after getting my life back, uh, it wasn't not long after we had a, a death in the family and we had, to take on two children at seven years old they lost their parents tragically and whole huge story there but he was on the autism spectrum and so literally i i started applying what got me well to him and um dylan um is 22 years old works for uh the company <laughs> revelation health and my seminar company but um you would never know it uh, that he was ever damaged you know, I always like to say I was my first patient till it was my second. Um, one of my uh, business partners in my seminar business was also my patient who's passionate about this topic. But the bottom line is um, pain to purpose is everything I've lived out. And the protocols um, really have come out all of all of that. And so my passion is teaching doctors these uh, and I'm teaching doctors from all around the world. However, I do still still take on. You know, some very sick people virtually from all around the world. So I don't have a brick and mortar practice anymore. But when I do take them on, my goal is to teach them everything they need to do and learn to do it long enough to get their life back. And that is my all of my cellular detox from there's a prep phase, there's a body phase and there's a brain phase. And ultimately, it's the brain phase is what's unique, very unique about what I teach, because you have to get it out of the brain. Um, If you're going to fix your hormones, whatever it is. But to answer your question, when I take on a case like this where I, I coach them, and, and again, it's coaching, right? I'm doing it virtually. It's not treating. My goal is to teach them, and um, that empowers them. But I look upstream to why they're not getting well, and, and oftentimes it's hidden heavy metal sources. Uh, lead's another one. Lead is hidden, and, and the number one source of lead is our moms in utero. So we And it's released from the bone where it's stored throughout life. So it can be a very hidden cause of illness. And then hidden infections, people that have root canals and these things called cavitations where you had wisdom teeth removed and heals over. And these infections will drive autoimmune and create sickness 20, 30, 40 years later. Um, and people living in mold. Now, these are neurotoxic sources that most people don't know they have. But if you don't get upstream to the cause, I don't care if you eat the perfect diet. It won't get you well. I don't care what you do, what pills you take, how much you exercise. And, you know, that's the key. That's how I got my life back. That's how my son got his life back. You know, so the key is getting to the cause. That's it.
0: So what what is your um, your protocol? How do people find out about the del- the cellular detox and what, what are the steps involved, the initial ones?
1: Yeah, look, you know, it, it's... There's different levels. Uh, I, you know, I've trained a lot of doctors in this. You, know, you can go to my website at drpompa.com, and there's um, coaching services there. Kind of walks you, walks you through. Um, you know, whether it's one of the doctors or, or if I would take you on. But you know, those are the definitely the cases that are challenged. Um, and then, I, you know, I also have something that doctors have put in their offices called True Cellular Detox, which is more of a plug-and-play detox um, that basically as a portal that the person would have access to, to educate them through this process. Uh, And and it's, again, it's, it's, it's more plug and play. It's someone is not as sick and challenged as, you know, you need a coach if you are no doubt about it, Uh, whether it's me or one of the doctors I train, but uh, the true side detox was more of like, there's a prep phase. Here's the pills. There's a body phase. Here's the pills. And here's the brain phase. And it's a 90 day program. uh, and again, you you can you know see that on my website. but if you have a severe condition, if you're challenged or been challenged for a long time, you need a coach i I would say if I got sick again, you know I would hire one of the doctors I coach, you know, just because you can't think through your own stuff. <laughs> so you know detox, when it's done right, must be at the cell, and this is what I mean by this, Richard, meaning you go now detox is very in vogue because people realize that their hormones are disrupted because of toxins or even can't lose weight. Weight loss resistance, the number one cause is toxins, even diabetes. uh, 35% is toxin related. The reason is because the toxins accumulate in and around your cells. This is where the hormone receptors are that make you feel normal and good or even be able to lose weight and use fat as energy. All that's a cellular issue. So when the toxins make their way in and around the cell, They drive cellular inflammation. They blunt the hormone receptor. So you're never going to fix your hormone condition by taking hormones, bioidentical hormones. And there's a time and a place for that. But the world's doing that right now, and they're not getting better uh, because the, the receptors to the hormones, toxins are affecting those. And therefore, it doesn't matter. If you take more hormones, it's like shouting your kids. You can shout louder and louder. They just, they hear you less and less. <laughs> so it's like the hormones you can take more, but your cells hear you less and less. You get to what's driving the inflammation, blunting these hormone receptors. And that's the toxin. So real detox, you have to get to the cell. So my point is you go into a health food store. Now detox is very in vogue. There are shelves now, whole sections of detox, but most of those detox. Uh, programs or the 10-day cleanse, 30-day cleanse, whatever they are. Uh, they're poopers, <laughs> meaning they make you go to the bathroom, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not how I got my life back or thousands of others. It, you, you really have to get up to the cell where the problem really is. and Cells are designed to get rid of toxins. The problem is, is when we get exposed to these nasty neurotoxins it shuts down all of the detox uh, pathways in the cell so really you have to restore that otherwise you're never going to get your life back you're not going to get your hormones hearing or your cells hearing your hormones so step one is we upregulate cellular function that that's a that's real detox number two is you have to open up downstream detox pathways like the liver the kidneys the gut the lymph. I mean, that's very important. And a lot of people fail to do that. So you have to upregulate the cell to detox. You have to open up the downstream pathways. And this is a big one with real detox. You have to use real binders. A lot of people are using Corella and Cilantro and this, you know, those are weak binders. We use a binder in and around the cell that when it grabs on to these nasty neurotoxins, it doesn't let go like a biotoxin from mold or a heavy metal. And it acts as a vehicle from the cell and makes sure that the toxin goes all the way out of the body. The problem is, is people take these weak binders and chelators, and it redistributes. It's like poking a bee's nest. You know, you're just going to redistribute uh, toxins throughout the body, most of which end up crossing the blood brain barrier, making you worse. So it's dangerous. But you need to use real binders to escort these toxins from the cell all the way out of the body. Then we use another clever binder in the gut. This process is kind of what I've developed over the last 20 years. Uh, This sits in the gut, doesn't leave the gut. It acts like a catcher's mitt Because one of the things that happens is even from your liver through the bile complex, that's what you use to digest fat, that it carries toxins right into the gut when you use this bile from your liver to break down fat. It's released from the liver, stored in the gallbladder, and then it's dumped in the gut to break down fat for digestion. But the problem is it carries all of these toxins in it. Here's the bigger issue. You reabsorb the bile back to the liver to use it again. So what does it bring with it? It brings toxins right back around. It's called auto-intoxication. So we use a binder in the gut that has four different types of binders. So you're able to bind all these different types of toxins. So you don't reabsorb it. It breaks that cycle that people, when they're detoxing, they're just cycling the toxins around and around. So number one, you have to upregulate self-detox and self-function. You have to open up downstream detox pathways and you have to use real binders. That in a just as broad as I could make it is what real detox is. And that's what's getting thousands of lives back. And that's why I'm passionate at teaching it.
0: So what what does the protocol look like? Is it uh, stuff to drink or eat, or you know, yeah, no, literally, most, what how of it, does it work?
1: Most of it's pills, um, and it's um, taken. Uh, matter of fact, I'm doing a detox cycle right now. I look, I'm I've got my life back. I'm I'm 54 years old and healthier now than when I was in my 30s. Um, but I still periodically do a brain phase where you know I'm just keeping things moving out, and that's how I age slower and um how my brain works as good as it does Uh, but so the one product i'm taking it's called cytodetox that's the binder that we use in and around the cell it's actually a liquid and that that way it can be used very easily with any type of protocol but there's also some pills that we take that help upregulate the cell function and then the binder in the gut that i talked about so most of it's pills um and it's pretty easy to take really
0: how did you develop this? How did you find good binder versus bad? How did you figure out this whole protocol?
1: Yeah, good question. I mean, uh, years of searching this out, there's when you go online and you look up detox, there's so much bad information, probably more than any health topic. Detoxes um, you know, there's just a lot of snake oil out ah, there. There's a lot of misunderstanding. Um, so finding a real binder, Uh, I realized was very important early on. And, you know, when you look at things like cilantro, corella, these things are used or some of these herbal binders in our space a lot. But when you talk about those things to scientists, they'll tell you, well, here's, it's a weak binder. Here's why. And they, you look at it, there's something called a sulfahedral group, which is sulfur and hydrogen. A lot of those binders only have one of these binding areas. And So they don't hold on very well, as that's just one example. But the bottom line is, is that you you have to talk to scientists, not what's not, you know, certain things just get accepted into our, um, you know, our space of natural medicine, if you will. And one of which is like Corella. Corella binds things in, in a Petri dish very well. But when you take it orally, your microbiome, your gut bacteria, break it down, change it. And it's not a great detox agent and yet it's advertises the metal magnet and it's this and that and, and i could say that for many of these products so we really went to more to scientists to find out what are real binders and that was my area of research for many years and i was working with many people much smarter than me and some very bright scientists on this process and over the years we just we've really um discovered and put together better products you know, based on these concepts of real binders and using real binders. So it's, uh, it's, it's a growing science. But in the, even when you use a real binder, then it has to be used correctly. Uh, let me give you an example. So, you know, there's a binder called DMSA. There's one called DMPS. So these are real binders that work, and they're known and studied. The problem is, is people will take, say, DMSA once or twice, even three times a day when it has to be taken every four hours. Within its half life. Otherwise, you create redistribution. So you have to take these things right. DMPS has to be taken every three, or I'm sorry, every eight hours, so three times a day. Some people just take it once a day. And when you detox, you have to cycle. You don't stay on detox. You have to stay on maybe three days on, four days off, seven on, seven off, maybe four on, 10 off. That's different for everybody. Some people do better with longer cycles, some people do with shorter cycles. It's one of the things I teach. Is And even when I take a client on or a person, I teach them how to know what's better for them, what binders are better for them, what chelators are better for them, what support they need. You know that, that, That's all a little different for everybody, Richard. So that's what I said. If your challenge is it, you need a coach because you can't just plug and play into one thing. It's not so simple um, that people think. And that's what makes it real. You know, you don't take the 30-day cleanse and, uh, yeah, I've got mercury out of my brain. It took me four years to get mercury out of my brain. So if you don't learn the process or you have a coach to teach you that process, you'll go broke going to a doctor's office and being hooked up to IVs. It just doesn't work like that. That's not how I got my life back.
0: It doesn't work well or it doesn't work at all? Or you know, how, how important is it to stick to the schedule of on-off, you know, the amounts?
1: The problem with going and getting an IV, which typically they're using real chelators, like DMPS as an example, or EDTA, those are real chelators. They work. But the problem is you go and you get one IV. The half-life of DMPS is very short in the body. And that's why you have to take it three times a day. And for at least three days before you stop it, so you minimize the redistribution. So when you go in and get the IV done, you're getting one huge dose You you go home. The DMPS is out of your body in about twelve hours, most of it, and your body's still releasing mercury. And what happens is it redistributes. Even the next day, it's still releasing mercury, and the binder, the chelator, is gone. So that's why you have to stay on it for at least three days. So when you do stop, you minimize what uh, redistributes around your body, but also DMPS has to be taken every eight hours, according underneath its half-life. So you can't, I mean, I guess you could do an IV every eight hours, but that would be very costly, number one. Number two, it would be very difficult. So that's why taking oral agents is much easier, and you know, obviously way more affordable, but it's frankly more, it's safer and it works better. So you have to take these real binders. Like Cytodetox, this is one that uh, you can take two to three times a day because it has about a 12-hour half-life. So you could take it twice if you just take it every 12 hours. But I always tell people, take it three times. That way you kind of keep it in your system to prevent any uh, redistribution. So I took a dose this morning, and I just took a dose uh, about five minutes ago, and I'll take one before bed. But I'm doing that. I'm taking Bind, that product that sits in the gut. I do that before bed. And I'm taking some other cellular upregulators. To get my cell moving the toxins out. So the cytodetox brings it out of the body. So, you know, again, it's, it, it's in that process is a little different for everybody, but um, that's just kind of a broad example of what I'm doing.
0: So, what's, uh, what kind of examples have you had of people that you've worked with? You know, some interesting stories or dramatic stories that really stand out to you? What happened to the person before and after?
1: Well, <clears throat> look, you can go to my, uh, my podcast, which is called Cellular Healing tv and you get there by just going to my website at at drpapa.com and um there's many 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 people who give amazing testimony there um the last one that was just in was a gal named tamra i think it was um probably posted maybe three or four episodes ago uh just as an example she had severe autoimmune severe gut issues um hashimoto is one of the autoimmunes that she had uh, she had done everything, um, perfect diet already. Uh, you know, just uh, no doubt was one of those gals who had, the, you know, the ability and the discipline to do everything. But she wasn't well. Um, so what did I do that was so special? Uh, well, I just got to the causes. You know, she had mercury in her brain. She had a cavitation that I spoke a little bit about. She had one of these jaw infections that were killing her. Um, and another, well, I'll leave the rest of that as a surprise, but there was another big hidden source. You'll have to watch the episode. (laughs) The idea here that I want you to understand is if you don't get upstream to the actual cause of what's disrupting your hormones or what's driving your thyroid or your autoimmune, you're not going to get well. And again, I coached her, um, to these processes and detox. And, you know, she's got her life back in uh, a couple of years, um, but she'll continue that process for some years even yet. But uh, anyways, there's that. Yeah, there's several other um, episodes there where you can hear these actual real stories, you know, how people got their life back. You know, a a gentleman who works for me now, um, his name is Cameron and brilliant kid, um, absolutely brilliant. He was so sick. That he literally became allergic to every food and then he became allergic to water. There was one water he was able to drink, and then all of a sudden his body started reacting to that. So, as you know, literally they brought him to the hospital and because they were going to try to get an IV in him, his body was reacting anaphylactically to everything, to where they literally sent him home to die. They couldn't get water or food in him. He ended up going without water or food 12 days. So everyone was trying to get push food in them, water them. You're going to die. And um, one of the things I said, Cam, just listen to your body. Anyways, um, he ended up going without food or water uh, for 12 days. By the way, mm-hmm. I teach fasting. It's one of the strategies that I teach. Uh, my, matter of fact, my new book um, will be out here any week. It's called Beyond Fasting. And uh, Cam was forced into a fast because he couldn't do. His body was not accepting anything. But it was the it was the tipping point for him that got him well. I said, start eating when you get hungry and your body will tell you intuitively. And that's what he did. And uh, anyways, after that, then we were able to start some of the detox. And his story is told twice actually on cell TV, but there's so many Richard, I I could go through a lot of uh, different stories.
0: Uh, That's great. So what's the, um, the best way for people to find out more and to get in touch and uh, you know, get started on the program like this if they need the help
1: yeah no just go to drpompa.com dot com, and uh coaching services there there's thousands of articles my podcast is cellular healing tv listen to all the uh, back podcasts i mean there's a lot there so enjoy it and educate yourself that's the key all
0: right that's great well daniel thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it
1: absolutely richard thank you for having me